said, fuck it. We'll do it live. Recording right now. All right, everybody. We got a special spoiler cast. I guess we could call this a Zoobox Goes to the Movies episode. Kind of like a an extra bonus one for the week. Yeah. To talk about this. We got to do it. And we got to do it spoiler fashion. Dan and I have seen the film Tenet, written and directed by Christopher Nolan, starring John David Washington, or John Washington Denzel. Is that his name? Some, I don't know. He's a Denzel. That's Robert all I know. Elizabeth. What are you talking about? Denzel Washington? Why would he name his last kid? De- oh, yeah. <laughs> Washington was, Denzel. John David Washington. I was literally thinking his last name was Yeah. Denzel. Well, <laughs> I mean, it might as, it might as well be. It could have been. Son, Denzel, Denzel, Denzel. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just we got to talk about this. I mean, Dan and I were pretty excited for this. I think you were, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you are you a Nolan nerd? Do you like Nolan? I I like uh I mean like I'll on, be honest and say that my least favorite Nolan films are probably the Dark Knight series. I agree. Like those are my least not that they're bad, not that they're not awesome, but I he has this amazing way with time and manipulation and obviously we'll get into it with this film but like fuck man like fuck yeah like i love christopher nolan i don't know if i'm a nerd but i love all the way from back in the following and memento and yeah like it's just it's got so many like threads that like you can see he's been building some sort of idea of time like he he must be driving himself fucking crazy that's all i can say it is the prevailing theme of all of his movies going all the way back to like following his first like kind of student yeah. film. And then Memento um, deals a lot with time because it deals with the reversal of time. Cause you're oh, watching can, the story look, in reverse, but can then we go seeing... through his movies? Yeah. I don't think like, like, hold on, I'll pull him up if you, or do you want to do it? Uh, I can do it because like, let's just go through the list real quick. Let's just go over like his career. Cause I'm going to say even a film like Dunkirk is a lot to do with time. Like it there's is. even, well, Dunkirk there... is, Literally, Literally. ticking clock in the soundtrack. Right. Uh, uh, Dunkirk is a beautiful movie, and people dismissed it because they watch it once. But you got if you you do not get the experience of Dunkirk until you watch it a second time, because of all of the timeline stuff is all weird. Like all the events are not happening simultaneously, like you feel it is. They're actually all happening at way different times, and then they all like kind of come together at the end, and it makes it an incredible experience. But uh. So his first movie is Following, which was like his his uh, student I film, get, basically. It's like a neo noir weird movie. I've I, only I ever just, seen it once. I just want to give my like. I think it would be fun for me. Like, so I don't know if you want to do this, but just really quick, like, I'll spend the first couple minutes building, like, so like, in my opinion, Following, it's how you use your time, what you do with your time, yeah, like as like a bored person, like, and then it becomes addictive what you do with your time. So I yeah. guess it's like. You know, that's that's my interpretation of the following. That's what I got from it. I think that's the perfect interpretation of the movie in terms of relative to how he's using time as a device, a narrative device, right? Yes, yes. Uh, And Memento, obviously, it's the gimmick movie. It plays backwards. People dismiss it, though. Dude, I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's still a great movie. And but it's also it's also I think it kind of ties into Tenet in 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 a, a particular way. And then this is might have been where he started building out this the narrative and the framework for something like Tenet. Like that could be. I, I kind of been feeling when I was watching it, I was asking. I asked myself this question. I said, "Shit, if I watched the Inception before this movie or like Memento, would it ruin this movie?" 
like I asked myself, like, would it ruin it? Because it's just too much going on. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But okay, continue. For, that's... Well, I mean, to answer that question, I think because I have watched a bunch of Nolan's films in the past couple of weeks. Sure. Um, you are in the headspace of Nolan. It makes it easy pr- to predict where he was going in Tenet with some of that stuff. Like, it was easy to kind of really, really early on be like, oh, I know what's going on. Well, I, I, I just because I, I, I was like in the headspace of Nolan. And I, I agree. But what I, it's the minute. It's the manipulation of, and and honestly, it's something that his his filmmaking process or how he builds these ideas within these in, within our structural world, like within our physical world, that is very uh, uh, instinctual. Or it, 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 if you watch something Memento where there's like an instinct, because that's really all he has to go on is instinct. This gut instinct and the manipulation and, and the misrepresentation of time in his own mind so like it's this like all his movies are very instinctual and i know we'll talk about inception but the same thing with inception like your brain the manipulation of the dreamscape which obviously skews time and you could be lost yeah. there forever but it's also how your brain has these defense mechanisms and like these 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 things that can catch it's just interesting, and I, well, I really saw. I feel like this movie really put a lot of the pieces together from his previous films. Well, because a lot mm-hmm. of his films are a lot about relative perception of time, mm-hmm. and in this movie, in Tenet, I would this say is the ultimate. <laughs> it is, but because they literally, you literally have to understand that, like in real time, the relative perception as oh. two things are happening at the same time, basically, because you have to think about the entropy of the world going forward but also going in reverse at the same time because it's, of the, what they're doing it hurts it hurts your head a little bit when you're yeah. watching you're like well it's shit. i think it's gonna be hard for you to talk about. it's like a, so much to take in when you first watch you like when i oh. walked into the theater i was like okay i got mixed feelings but i was also like bewildered because i was like especially going to see it on limax and everything like the sound was so loud oh. and in the best awesome like abrasive way i just felt like shook i'm like, like i i <laughs> I'll I had like PTSD like, from that last sequence, dude. like watching the soldiers run backwards. And oh, shit. dude, yeah. dude. But, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But there is a uh, when I was driving home, like do you, I, if you guys want to go back, listen to some earlier episodes. There's an episode is when I have to do a drive of shame because I uh, someone shit on me. So if you want to go back to one of those earlier episodes, it's one of the first few episodes we did. Episode um, but I had that same feeling like this weird, like outer body just kind of like looking like, holy shit, like what's going on? All right. Like t- trying to take it in because I knew I was coming home to do this. But all right. Did so start, we have did you start driving erratically. Like because <laughs> you, you can like still hear the yeah. music like echoing Dude. in my head and your skull. You're like, like yeah, that, that is one. I don't know who, who, who does the the what? cinema, not the cinematography, the, uh, the score, the score. Yeah. Yep. Got to even it up. But it's uh, OK. So we've got Memento. What's next? Uh, after Memento is Insomnia with uh, that was with Robert uh, Robert it's Robin Williams and um, Al Pacino. Al- oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we already listen. If you, which is also time, everything is about like because he misinterprets time because there's lack of daylight, there, you know, like or yes. lack of light and yeah, so and you know drives you crazy and, stuff. and also so when he's trying to create the forensic evidence to clear himself of accidentally shooting his partner. Uh, so there's all sorts of layers messing with Batman not Begins. Oh well, Batman Begins. Uh, not, not too much like time stuff, other than unless you want to like, 
I mean, there's kind of a ticking clock at the end of the movie in the sense he's trying yeah. to stop them. But there's no, I don't think there's a direct time thing. And that one, the dark or the prestige, definitely, because it has like, you, yeah, it's not really time so much as it is perspective. Like you see the story from different perspectives, which creates like a different tableau, and they use that to be reveal mysteries and whatnot. Which, but which it, within itself is the representation of time for really two individuals. You know, like how time for uh, Hugh Jackman's character. Well, it's and about then, it's about timing. Timing to, and because of the magic tricks. But all, no, but even more so because like when it's very early, uh, well, relatively early in the movie when uh, Hugh Jackman's character and one of the Christian Bales, hint, hint, if you haven't seen it, sorry, um, one of the Christian Bales, and they're looking at this old Asian man and like they're go like he goes, that's the trick, you know, like because the way he walks, he's actually always hold. That's the trick. Like it's a lifelong thing. Yeah, he it's lives the ruse. Yeah, so like, there's the time there. I can make it work anything. Okay, I'm on point right now. So okay, the Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, there's a bomb scene in it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so. well, I know that, but the, but that's not like a. It's not has. It's not direct. It's like that's the same thing as saying like, oh, there's a train with uh, this uh, thing that's gonna evaporate all the water. No, I don't make the rules of time. <laughs> Christopher Nolan does. Christopher so. Nolan does. He's the master. And then Inception, obviously, as they go deeper into the dreamscape, time expands and contracts. Um, so you could live 10 years and then wake up and, you know, after a 10 minute trip or whatever. Um, and then after that, the dark Knight rises. Okay. Listen, well, I guess, I mean, you could say he must've done some sort of time travel. How did he get back to Gotham? Um, (laughs) interstellar that definitely deals with time, black holes, uh, fifth dimension, yeah. And then uh, manipulation of uh, the interdimensional shifts and like, like sending messages back in time. They left that pr- fucker up there for 30 years. That bitch should have left that data behind. Okay. Oh he was so happy to see them though. Yeah. <laughs> my old friends. Oh, what's going on, bro? We just left. Tars is like left out in like the nether forever or whatever. Poor bastard. Imagine Poor being bastard. that guy. Yeah, but you must have like some power. Uh, then again, they probably use like some sort of like nuclear like energy to make him run forever or something. I don't know. Who the the guy that gets left up in the ship? Remember when they go oh, to the no, 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 I'm talking about the robot Tars. Isn't that his name or whatever? Well, that's a different guy, yeah. Well that's what I'm talking. He's the one that gets left behind in the fucking No fucking no when they, when they go to the when they go to the water planet the first there's there's the first planet they have to go to see. No, I know you're talking life. about the black guy. I'm talking about the black guy yeah, in the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, oh, dude. Okay. I'm there. I'm there, dude. I'm there. Um, okay, so Interstellar, there's a lot of time stuff. Dunkirk is about mechanically time comes into the way he decides to tell that story. And I think Dunkirk is his best movie. I think it's the thing that plays to all of his strengths and he gets to kind of get away from the things he's not good at. He's a clunky as fuck dialogue writer he does he do like you cannot he stops his movies dead in the tracks be like okay mate now we're gonna talk about uh the way this works for five minutes like <laughs> i mean uh, it, which is fine yeah, i guess yeah. you gotta find better ways to i think it's tenet, it's exposition in, yeah. in tenet's defense tenet does the best oh, job yeah. of doing that stuff while on the move because we'll talk about it but it feels like this was like really like leanly edited like like you could have made a four-hour version of Tenet and like mm. really built out what's going on, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so now we're at Tenet. Obviously, it deals with entropy. 
It deals with the 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 way time moves forwards <laughs> and backwards. And somebody in the future has developed a technology where they can reverse the entropy on objects, and then they're able to reverse the entropy on people, which is something you kind of find out about halfway through. You think it's just objects at first, and then they just keep revealing like that it goes actually deeper and deeper until they re- reveal like they're purposely trying to kill us in the past because the future is so horrible. That's well, I guess the... they there's I mean since I just watched it right near the uh, end there is the discussion at the like when they're in the t- the 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 place where they're gonna drop it when he before he dies before the main Russian guy whatever is the the arms dealer guy or, or Antov or whatever the hell. But like they're having a discussion and and through the radio and he's like everything there's no rivers there's no green like it's just a horrible gray existence like is basically what he says. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still able to make sweet. If you can make a thing that can reverse entropy and you can't figure out. I know. <laughs> you it's can't. A little, that's that's, that's fair. That's but, fair. Uh, okay, so, so Dan, mm. I mean, we haven't even really asked you like. Did you like Tenet? So walking out of Tenet, like, how did you feel? I I honestly loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I I would give it a uh, eight point five, up there nine. Like I enjoyed it a lot, but like, dude, just the the, oh my god, I don't know how he does it. But like, there's so in the opening is there is some sort of uh, terrorist event that takes place in an opera house, right? And everyone's familiar with this. But there's yeah, this dude, fucking opening too, dude, dude. He this guy films. Like the way he films, uh, uh, like, like these very tactical, like they, these guys are on their fucking shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying they were, per- but like when you watch a Hollywood movie and you're like, oh, they didn't really pay attention to detail. And like, no, like the way they were shoot, dude, it almost made me cry. Like it was that intense. Like it was like that. No, fucking seriously, intense. yeah, it really is. It really like, is. Like you're like. But like the way the the guys actually shoot and move is so fucking real. Like it yeah. is so visceral. Like I was sitting there, I, I I literally almost teared up. Like it was that intense. Like I was like, oh my god. Oh dude, I'm with that person. fucking with that music and like dude. and dude, seeing like Christopher Nolan movies literally make the best argument for going to a movie theater. Sometimes like I will never watch a Christopher Nolan movie like without going to see it on IMAX. Like I will go see it on IMAX every single time now. Oh, Cuz like 100 miles. No, I know, I'm just saying like but if you had access to it, it's like worth the extra money cuz it's so like engrossing. Dude, I, I can't imagine cuz I was basically alone in the theater and I was just sitting I was sitting in the best seat in the house. Like people were coming in like fuck, you know? Like they're <laughs> like fuck, like I like that look, like damn it. And, and it was it was just it was great. I mean, I don't know what the IMAX experience was like. But just even oh, no. if you don't have IMAX, dude, it's worth to go watch. If you're not in a reasonable driving distance of IMAX or you're, you're a little bit low on cash, it's it's worth to go see even in the regular theater. Well, opinion. because it's so like the theatrical experience in its best time and kind of right now, since people aren't going to the theater in droves, you're probably not going to have a full house. Yeah, people are, and, and people that go to these movies actually want to be there. So they're not there fucking talking to each other. So yeah. like you get that dark room, you get that full kind of immersion into it, and Christopher Nolan like makes movies that kind of demand to be seen because they're so big. Even Dude, that the... fucking opening 
is so it, it takes place inside of a building but it feels like huge like yeah. you just feel like you're in the room and then the way the score kicks in and the crazy confusing shit that's going on and you don't really know who's who or who's working for who or what is what like it completely kicks you in the face like in the beginning of the movie yeah. You have no and, fucking idea what's going on. Oh god, that little that little plot twist at the end and you're like, "Oh, like dude, oh, like it's so good. So good. It, it's one of these things where honestly the most annoying part of the film to me was the protagonist woman. Not that she was bad. That I just the her as a plot device. I was like, "Bro, you're saving the fucking world." But then I keep telling myself I'm like, "But this means it has to happen." Like, like I would like anything that involves her, it has to happen yeah. or not for plot device or anything, because it has to, like, according to the story, these things must take place. And well, you're also like, well, I think, you know, no, no one understands that, like, you need to humanize these stories because it's, it's like the concept on its own is abstract. It's very cool. It's very interesting. But if I don't have anything to attach myself, if there's no weight. And yeah, you gotta add some gravity, some stakes. Some yeah, human, you know, human stakes. just just the entire you know existence of humankind is not. Well, but that's it's, it's too abstract of a concept for people to be able to like understand on a one to one level. Like, okay. you know what that's, I'm saying? That's so when you when you when you're making a movie like this as a storyteller, I understand why he does it. Even he's, even Superman he's fucking, humanized. You he's know, awful, he's awful at it. He's never like Inception. He barely got away with it. Because um, that is the clunkiest shit in the movie, is because he wife, he, yeah. he doesn't execute on it very well, and because he's he really I think does it. It's almost like he has to do it, so he's doing it. He wants think, to go and show you the fun, fucking weird science fiction shit, and you know weird interrogations think, spoken in I, backwards. He did it. He did it really well in Memento, but it's because you never actually see like there the stakes are there. You know, but because because of what happened to the main character's wife, like the stakes are there already. For him. Yeah, for him yeah. personally. Yeah, he's yeah, like, another character. Yeah. Yeah, there's like no other reason that that's his driving force. So you kind of take that away. And does, and in Memento, honestly, the the fucking uh, the uh, assistant stars or whatever they're called, the uh, supporting actors are amazing. Honestly. Oh, everybody's great. In that. I, but, I will I will say this. Uh, uh, Washington. uh He's okay. Like yeah, he's he, a little flat. He, he, but like I'm like, is that well? Then again, I, I was while I was watching, I was going, well, he has to be. So yes. and my main, my 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 main thinking is this: well, he's like a CIA operative, like hardcore dude. Like he's obviously doing the 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 most deep, like black underground shit. Well, yeah, he's even willing to take a suicide pill. Like, yeah. Like he's like, like that. He's at that level before you get to the afterlife, right? Which is when you can discover Tenet. And, and did he die? You know, you know, we can go down that road. But I'm I'm looking forward to watching some like deep analysis on Tenet because I'm sure there's so much stuff that I missed. Oh, I can't. I can't I mean, imagine honestly. But John David Washington, his character, the only he doesn't have a name. He goes as the protagonist. That's yep. his fucking name. Yeah. In the, in the credits, his name is the protagonist. Well, I mean, it's it's one of those things where maybe a name would be too much, you know, like, well, I think it's like a video. It's like almost like a he is like no one is telling you that like this is you like this is your video game character. 
and he's going to go through this kind of wild journey. We're just going to follow this guy. Well, what he you, doesn't what, like, they never make a case for his character being like, is he like, just like a proud American? Like, what is the deal with him? Like, wow. Oh, I, I think it comes down to, well, the, other than the be- saving the world. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, even in the big, be- cause it's bigger than that. Right. So, but even in the beginning, which is why like the test is the pill, right? Like the test is to yeah. see, you know, uh, if you'll committed. go that, if well, not even committed, if you'll go that next step, right? I, I guess you could say committed. Sure. But I'm just saying like, go to the next level where most people would not. And it, it's beyond, it's, it's someone who is obsessed with success of their mission so you will take it to its final conclusion which in the relative retrospect of the film once you after you watch it and i'm excited to watch it again it is a cyclical by nature like so like the whole entire process is is that there is ultimate sacrifice it's constant it is constant it never ends because the mission always continues because there is no way for it not to it has to go like so like so like when you get to the end of the movie and you basically find out he's the constructor he's the he's the orchestrator or whatever like the um well he's the, he, he's basically tenant he's he's like the he's he's in charge of this mission right which means the time pincher is that what it's called the 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 yeah the time pincer yeah pincer, like the mission he's actually from the he's in the future at some point uh, it can't be that far in the future because Robert Pattinson isn't that old. Oh no, they say hundreds of years. Did he say hundreds what? of years? Well, like, well, oh. that well, they they talk about they don't specify when the link when the technology is advanced or when they figure it out. They don't specify when it happens, and they don't also specify is that what led the world to go to the way it is by having figured out this technology, and then the uh, uh, could that have corrupted like a certain future people that ended up so that's why they're really trying that's yeah. how they're trying to save the world and it's not supposed to be clear i don't think but you know no, but and that's he, a very nolan thing he doesn't explain anything and, like and honestly but but the way he ends the film gives you the sense of there this is one of the this is not like inter, there's a conclusion but there's not this is, feels very conclusive for something that I've seen, like it, it's got a, it has a note that you go, there's a little bit of hope there. Like there's actually hope that there's like some control yeah. going on, you know, like well, as you look at inception, no control memento, no control, uh, Dunkirk, there's definitely control. Cause that's a historical, I guess, uh, uh sense, but, um, uh, interstellar, like, uh, well, interstellar, really- interstellar ends on a very optimistic note. Well, optimistic, but then there's also the sense of like hope, right? There's definitely hope there. But what you do see is the hero or the protagonist in the story actually have like almost, almost a you know there because because of the timeline that you can't see yet, but you know he continues to go on like you for a fact. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like it absolute. There's an absolutist future for this character. It probably made him feel pretty baller because he's like, well, I made it. Well, like, well, that's the thing, though. Oh, did you he, see that? Did you see that Nolan stole from my fucking dreams my concept for time travel? <laughs> what a bitch! Because that's a, what I always say. I'm like, if it happened, it always happened. Like, I mean, is, I, I was hoping dick. Sylvester Stallone was going to be starring in this movie. That would have been sick, dude. That would have been real sick. Actually. Like young CGI, like ripped, and then like you get Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Oh, that's Irishman. Sorry. <laughs> 
Like I, I just really, I really liked, I liked the movie and 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 the. The panic, man! This movie's really good at putting panic in in, in front of you. Where yeah. you're like, oh my god, dude! The first time. So when they do the, the, I love this movie, dude. It's a spy movie. It's a bank, like a robbery movie. There's like science fucking, fiction, military, like, yeah, SWAT team movie. Like it's all of he he literally Nolan just like fucking blasted his load like all over this film. He's dude. like, I, this is everything I love. Rolling in it, dude. Give me three hundred million dollars, Warner Brothers. <laughs> like the set pieces in this film, they're all beautiful. They're all orchestrated in a very uh, oh, unique practical. way. Yeah, like it's it's practical. But then there's so I want to know, which I know I I was like, is this CGI? Did they film this? I don't think they did. But in this in this, there's time travel, but then there's also not time travel. It's really weird because there's time travel, but there isn't because all you can you can switch moments almost in a sense. Well, no, you can just go in the reverse of flow of time. So right, right. that's the what that's what that's what I was saying. Like about the Robert Pattinson thing, I'm like, well, he can't be from that far in the future. He's not like an old man because he would have have to travel back through time. Like in in, but it's not like faster. No, it's not faster. It's so crazy, dude. But like, and that's the. But like, I do like the way they at least, you know, like he plays his hands a little bit too much sometimes. I will say that about Nolan. Like he plays his hand a little early. Like when you're talking about like they have to bring up fire, they have to bring up that fire oh, coal, well, and you're like, come on. They well, well, you know what they could have done? Just literally explained it after it happened, and, and been like, what? he's you like, why didn't I burn up? Well, let yeah. me tell you, like, because yeah. we already know. But you know, I think what he's hoping is that there are so many things going on. He's throwing so you much may- stuff that you just forget. Well, my my question is this, and I this do. is where this is where I call bullshit on this whole entire fucking premise of this movie. So you're gonna tell me that if you fall into water, you don't get wet? <laughs> this is, you know what I mean? Like it's impossible because you can't. And this is the one thing. Okay, so so when you go when you go through the machine and and then you beat the time travel weird reverse thing and you and you go through it but you can continue because your old your like molecular structure is built for the old way that you were that's why you need to have like a mask to breathe oxygen and yeah yeah stuff you can still continue to move forward and technically there would be no gravity like there would be like the well, they inverse- talk about they do talk about so the gravity's weird like yeah but like then again but why? you're actually moving backwards so is there like the sense that like there is a version and, of you that is do people not see you no they see you because no, obviously see. Kenneth Branagh saw him when but he this, was doing the car chase right the right. second half of the car chase can you not. It, it gets pretty weird because they, they even that, tell you they that, said don't they say don't meet yourself. We don't know. Well, what no, don't meet yourself. Don't touch yourself or touch yourself. Yeah, that's why they wear those suits so that you don't actually touch their skin. Like, because if yeah. you do, you like you'll fucking create a black hole or something. Two Washingtons touching is a black hole, I guess. Um, oh, but uh, it's one of those. There's there's a lot going on in this film. Like there is a lot going on, and this is not a movie. This is definitely not a one time viewing. This is something that you're just gonna have to go. I'm gonna need to watch it again. I want to watch it again. Yeah, I'm in, very. When it, 
I'm curious to see like what he seeded throughout to foreshadow and stuff, stuff that I missed. Although I'll be honest, I picked up a lot on the first go. Me too. Me too. Like, I would really pick it know, up. Like, they have uh, Elizabeth Debicki's character, Cat. She's like talking about seeing a woman jump off her husband's boat, right? And they make a note of like showing you, and then she's like, "Oh, it was like I wish I could be here." But I was like, "Oh, that's her." Immediately, I was like, "Because this is a time." movie they're fucking with time i'm like that's her from a different from the yeah. future or whatever and yeah. then also when robert pattinson when they're having that first fight uh with robert pattinson and uh john david washington when they when they're going backwards yes in the hallways and shit and then and then uh, robert pattinson's chasing chasing one of them yeah uh, and then pulls his helmet off and then he's like oh yeah. like i knew right away i was like oh that's john david washington i guarantee did you they it see that no, i don't remember you don't you don't see it no, I know. I just don't remember just, him pulling the just, helmet off. Yeah, you just see uh, Robert Pattinson's expression, his reaction to seeing oh, who it is. Yeah, but then you like, could you could have thought it was himself. That would have been a possible too. Oh, that too. Yeah, it could. You, you're been. you had a good in, but that's what the the movie's playing off of your your natural instincts too. Like he wouldn't he wouldn't have stopped aggressing towards the person unless it was important. Like so, like. It's, it's, oh no, I know that. No, yeah, and I, so like, once he sees who it is, obviously he stops. So like, yeah. and then he has a shocked look on his face. And, and I I do like the uh, the representation of ignorance, and how they how do they say that's their greatest weapon is ignorance, right? Like you can't really get people, to, even though they break that rule like a few times in this film. Like they do break the ignorance rule quite a couple times. So like when he when uh, Washington goes back in time or whatever. And then he two days before he meets with the Indian woman, the arms dealer woman or whatever, the the facilitator. Yeah, I know. Like, the what, the like, yeah, the middleman. Like she's woman. Woman. <laughs> Sorry. Woman. Yeah. Woman. But I uh, but she he meets her again and then he tells her to not do something, but then tells her to do something. You're like, hold on. Like no, she's appearance rule in a she, sense. Like well, no, no. She she's saying that like she knows that like well, you're telling me I did this, so that's what I'm gonna do. So it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy because you can't change anything. I guess because I apparently no matter what like you no. Know, so if you had foreknowledge of something, the circumstances that end up playing out are gonna end up playing out the same because there's going going to be something to make you conform to the choice you knew you were gonna make. Yeah. That's all, but that's also not true because that's the reason he doesn't come back when they when he rips the helmet off of the uh, the reverse Washington and he he comes back and he doesn't tell him anything because yeah, it has no, to because, go that way. Well, because he does because this is a new he's new to this he's not he doesn't want to and he doesn't I don't think it really would actually matter I think that's just the character being like no no because it's they kind bring of contrive things no because they bring it up in the battle plan same thing when they're doing the the main thing like they were having a meeting at this time an hour later they were having another meeting and everyone's like well what does that mean he's like you it's on a need to know and you don't need to know you know so like to the foot soldiers and these people who are constantly interacting with this this time parallel thing that they're doing like they understand what they're doing so no, I, I, I agree that they know what they're doing but what I'm saying is at the end of the day it's just like a precaution they take but at the end of the day, if even if everybody knew, there's a good chance that it would just happen that way anyways. Like the con the, the context for that those choices to be made 
will arise and you'll be forced to do it or you don't you'll there'll be a reason that leads you to decide like that is what i need to do um i think robert pattinson i think you can make the argument like oh maybe that's like some little bit a little contrived a little bad writing because Robert Pattinson obviously thinks this. He has a strong belief. He's like, he says it like 50 times. What happened always happened. I mean, he literally said, yeah. this, now, this is another Nolan thing where he's like, listen, I want to make sure that you understand. <laughs> no, but, but because he's, but then again, it's, it, it has happened. Yes. So like, no, but like it hadn't either. Like, so that's, that's what he's saying. He goes, well, what do you call it? And he goes, reality. Because yeah. whatever is taking place at that moment is reality, and, yes. and 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 like you can't change the past. No, but you can. He always, always like, he always went back and talked to that Indian lady. He always like those things always happened. They always right. happened. They always happened. But then, not exactly. No, they did exactly. No, well, you just they, didn't they, see it. You didn't see it because it's, it's not the perspective you saw the story from. That's true. That could be true. I, I was just thinking, no, because she, mm, damn, no, fuck. Yeah. It's so complicated, bro. You're like, and do the, how they control how far they go back. Like, they're not really. Well, but like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, that. you have to just go in real time backwards. Like, it's not like you get to go faster. Well, so they so, had to so, go through 14 days back in time to go back. I guess so. To, and they like, stay, they stay in those boxes, those shipping yeah. containers that is yeah. like, so they don't feel the physical effects of it. But that is what's happening. Oh yeah, they have the little plastic up on the walls. Yes. That that's cool. <laughs> but like, it, it's it, it, it's complicated. This is and this is why the, his movies are fun because you leave them with a lot of questions, with a lot of debate, and well, maybe yeah. and you could even say that might be intentional for the dialogue to be so clunky, to be a little <laughs> like like you know. No, some of it's supposed to be cool. Because he's a big fan of a. If you like Christopher Nolan movies, I would suggest both Dan and then people at home uh, go check out the films of Michael Mann. Go check out movies like Heat, Manhunter. Um, Heat is uh, Christopher Nolan's favorite movie ever. I've and if, seen. And oh, Shawachi is. Oh, you there? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Okay. We're good. Uh, Heat is an incredible movie. It's one of my all-time favorites. And if you watch Heat and then go watch a Christopher Nolan movie, uh, you're gonna be like, oh, he's it trying to make off. like he's trying to make Michael Mann movies. Like, just the way his shooting style, his dialogue style is very similar to Michael Mann. But there's a line at the end of the movie when he's just like, "Well, I feel like this is the end of a beautiful friendship." And he's like, "And I guess it's just beginning for me." I was like, you didn't have to say that. Like, we got no, it. Like, just let no, that moment, that's let, no. Let no. that. Sean, let, I just watched it. That's not what happened. Let the beautiful moment hang, because he knows that he knows that what's his name is gonna die. Uh, Robert Pattinson is gonna die in the tunnel because he's yeah. gonna go back one more time to put this final piece in place, and yeah. so they can open the but door. It, it, and he's also never gonna be able to tell him and keep him in ignorance when he meets him years later. What do you mean? No, he just doesn't tell him. Or maybe no, he did tell him. No, bro, listen. What? They talk, he says at the end of the movie, he's like, I've known you for years, but yes. you just met me. I know. And then he, and he goes like, means. you're going to meet me in the future. Yeah, so he's going to meet him in the future in years from that moment. I know. So like, 
That's what I'm saying. That's where the whole. That's where they talk about in the car. They're driving. No, I'm after talking. They help. I'm talking about that. It's just a bad line of dialogue. That is not. Ne- it's 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 awkward and clunky, and it's not as cool as no one thinks it sounds. I like, I thought it was fine. I, I thought was it was like, fine. Everybody. I was just like, yo, dude, I get it. And it would have been better if if it just hangs there, and he just like looks at him, or Robert Pattinson says, "But you'll see me again." Well, no one's perfect, but, but you'll be no seeing. One's- uh, but you'll be seeing me sooner than rather than later. But yeah, like, you know. Yeah, like it's a beautiful moment between two friends who don't really know each other. It's just I think part of it is John David Washington's kind of delivery. It's so like hand-fisted sometimes. But then again, like it's a guy that really is not very emotional dealing with emotion and you never really seen him have much emotion besides like maybe be getting mad or frustrated, but you don't like, really see him. Is he like the know? Wojak? The crying Wojak meme, but with the NPC face over it. Yeah, that's probably him, dude. I mean, but like you got to think, you know, the dehumanization of of uh, uh, what I would guess this guy had to go through to get to that point. He literally had to kill himself, or at least think he's gonna kill himself. Like he dehumanized everything, you know. Like, and that's why everything's for quote unquote the greater good. But for some reason, yeah. like humanity is held on to this woman and her child who he hasn't even banged. Like, come on, man. Oh, she's also she's like on. seven feet tall, too. She's like Dude, she is the neck on that chick. The <laughs> neck on it, dude. I, like, that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, Jesus. Oh, my God. You're more giraffe than woman, aren't you? Huh? She's pretty much. She had them long legs, man. You're a pale giraffe, huh? Kind she of looked like a, handle all that. She looked like half a spider, man. You know, half a spider. That's what she looked like. She only yeah. had four limbs. So, I mean, it is what it is. But it's, uh, it, it's, I, I don't know. Like, I thought the guy that played the villain was really cool. I mean, he was all right. I mean, he wasn't bad. wasn't great. Uh, I think he was good. He, I he think fit. He's, he was chewing, chewing the scenery, as they call it. He's going big. And he was the most, like, animated person. Dude, like, that, that scene when he takes her into, like, the vault area with all the guns. And then he like beats the shit out of her, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, do you remember that? And he, and he he's like, "Dog," yes. and and and, and like, he is really the ultimate, like the Thanos type of villain, where yeah. you know, even worse than Thanos, honestly. <laughs> honestly, is... that was the part of the plot that kind of just disappointed me a little bit, where I was kind of like, oh, "I wish there was just a cooler way to get into this." So we're getting in through through this kind of arms dealer angle, and it was kind of like not interesting. Well, it was a was little like, like redundant. Like I've seen this like type of thing before. And it feels some of it like the way things play out, just because it feels like he cut the fuck out of this movie. Like it's very tight. It almost feels like it doesn't make sense sometimes. You're like, is why are these? To? Like no, because you're like, why are the characters doing this? Like why? What is going? Like why would Kenneth Branagh trust this dude fucking at all? <laughs> well, I think there could also be they talk about it a little bit where. Why why would Washington the character, the protagonist, why would he trust uh Robert Pattinson in the beginning? Like why who the hell why? Why would you take him on a mission with you? Like but I think really what cuz they kind of go into it dumb, and they're he's a dummy. <laughs> no, because they go into the well cuz it's very weird. Like he, they literally tell him what tenant they just like tenant. They show him some shit and then he just goes out. Like Well, they're not even the guy who introduces tenant to him is not even allowed to tell him what it is. He's like it's a word. Tenant. You're gonna go there, you're gonna say this to somebody, and then uh, they'll they'll yeah, hook you it's up. a lot of it's a lot of like figure it out, kid. 
and know, I like I do, I do like the 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 secrecy and the way they build towards like explaining to you what it is and how it works. Honestly, like that's some of the best stuff in the movie is like kind of the sense of discovery in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, because sure. because you're and learning same, as the protagonist goes. And know? I think like Inception is kind of the same way, where it's like front loaded and it's like awesome, and then the mm-hmm. middle is a little. Like you're like okay, there's a lot of exposition dumping, and then the ending, and then the last act is incredible. Yeah, I would say this kind of has that same almost structure to it. I mean, it's got. Uh, I will say the middle is probably the lull of the movie, but it does. It's not. It's not bad. Uh, oh, it, but the, the, the choreography, dude. Like, oh, it's awesome. I'm sitting there watching these fight scenes, you know, and you're going, I know it's just choreography. But I'm like, my head hurts watching the choreography because I'm like, well, did they just film it in real time, like in forward and yeah, then, and then reverse it, it? No, I don't think I so. I don't think so. Yeah, I it, think it's it a mixture of both. I think you would you would feel it like by watching it going back if it was actually just reverse footage. No, they had to reverse act and do weird because I was uh, when I saw the, the 10th anniversary of Inception, there was like a 10 minute preview. I think it's on YouTube now where they do a little behind the scenes stuff. And they were doing some of that stuff in camera, like. Well, I, I'm, just, I'm talking about the fight scene specifically. No, like, that's what the, I mean. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. But because I was like, well, you would, because there's this jerky motion you can't get rid of by yes. actually f- having the the it go backwards. So I, I was impressed with that. I was impressed with the, um, the interaction between Robert Pattinson and Washington. I actually liked their relationship the most in the film. Um, I, I, I did like their relationship. There was a familiarity from the very beginning, like, and this is what I was saying, cause they talk about it that when they're the, in the, uh, the trailer or the cargo hold or whatever, and he's going like, he's obviously like mind blown. Cause he just figured out that you can go like he himself could, but you have to like, look at yourself before you go through the time machine thing. Like you have to see yourself or you can get trapped in there. I guess. You, Is that what they're saying? No, yeah, they say it, right? He goes, make sure you look at yourself before you go well, through. Well, to make sure that it works. Uh, it's like a weird... Well, because well, you, you have to cross moments. Like, you, yeah. you're stepping in, this other thing's got to be stepping out. This yeah, other, it's got to be like... But then again, like, it had... Well, no, because no matter okay. what you do, you will be both stepping through at the same time yeah. if you're looking at each other, if you give each other a look. Yes, yeah. And so, like, there's, Which, like, this whole thing. Yeah, but you know? didn't you think that was going to play into, like, the end of the movie somehow? About them not being able to see or something like that happening? And oh, to yeah, take a leap, get... Like, and take a leap of faith or whatever? Oh, they couldn't man, see, that like, would have been crazy. I, th- I, I was like, why are we... They, they spent so much time, like, doing that. I was like, oh, this is obviously going to be something no, they use because, at the end. Because, no, because they the did sickle- not. Because they can't. Because it's the cyclical in the structure of the time narrative. You oh no! Ha- it's the only way that can it can happen. Like no, it's know- the only way. Well, I know that, but what I'm saying is, if the third act had been completely different, as I was watching the movie, I was uh-huh. expecting th- one of these machines doing this thing to play a role at the end of the movie and maybe have it so like they couldn't see. The other side, there was like, oh, you mean glass like, shattered or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and then like they like, had, but like they had it was like a wall blew down and like you couldn't yeah. see. Yeah, they had yeah, that would just cool. like take a leap of faith to save each other or do something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's, and that's, obviously, tenant too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> tenanter, even tenanter. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what was I gonna say? Uh, 
what did you think of just like the the finale like the third act it well, was mean, pretty cool just like when they were like just going through and oh backwards and forwards dude. it was chaos like dude when when the guy is seeing the rocks move like one of the combatants like the good guys he's moving he's seeing the rocks behind him like start moving and he's like get out of the building get out of there and then like so the main like the commander or female because like that's realistic but anyway so like the commander or female like jumps out and then the person comes and the wall just closes and they're like and you're like oh shit like what happened to this person like that's intense or or when they do the coordinated like time on their watch where they both shoot rockets in different perspectives of time and you're like Like, (laughs) oh dude it's like it was was fun straight chaos like you're like what is yeah. going on yeah but like I, and this is where you know and robert pattinson his character does a, a leap of faith so there is a moment where yeah. acting in his ignorance he has to because he saw the guy set up the, the the trap where it would blow up but then and this is even the crazier part because you know he gets in there before anybody else or at least he gets in there before anybody else in another time which is where he's going back to at the end of the movie. Right. Like, he's like, I got, I got to go, man. And like, but he, oh man, like it is like, that's what I'm saying. He's literally sending him to a, his death. Like, and it's like, but he can't fuck with it because if he fucks, if, if Washington character, the protagonist fucks with it, it could ruin everything that they've built. And he's like, cause it's so layered. It's so many layers. It's like inception. You're like, what? Like what's real, but what's well, especially- it real? The first time you watch it, I would say I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as the first time I enjoyed Inception. Like the first time I saw Inception, like the first time I saw Inception, I was like, I need to watch this right away. Again. Okay, so this is this was my argument is saying like I hadn't watched any Christopher Nolan films in preparation for this, so yeah. I was super fresh. Okay, like, that's I mean, true. Like like, and that's what I why I said like in my experience, it felt just familiar because I I like Christopher Nolan, but it felt. Oh, like, yeah, I fucking like this shit. Like, I like this idea of time yeah. and the manipulation. So my, my, my main thing is this, is when we were talking about the familiarity between the two, because obviously Robert Pattinson, like, and they, they laid out in the first scene that they ever talk. And, like, they he orders, like, hey, I'll have a gin and tonic, and he'll yeah. have a Diet Coke, right? And the guy's, he's like, uh, actually, I like soda water. And he goes, no, you don't. Well, and then, he, yeah, he plays it off like he's just been briefed. He's done research, but he really right. knows him. Yeah, right. And and but like that's the beauty of it, right? And that's the cool, the cool little thing. So like, he is familiar with Denzel, but Denzel's not familiar with him. But those are those subconscious cues that he would like trust him, or there would be some like familiarity that that Washington doesn't consciously understand yet. Yeah. No, I, I, I can I understand that. I, I can see that. Dude, I thought, oh, my God. When they go up the fucking building for the first time. Oh, like the with the jumping shit. Because I, I, I thought, I'm like, is this in reverse time? No, because they hadn't been through the machine. They didn't know the machine existed. Except Robert Pattinson knew the machine existed. Oh, yeah, he knew it existed. Yeah, he knew. Ah, oh, dude, there's so many great little twists. Like, just like fun little twists in this movie that just kind of go, oh, well, of course. Like, it only makes sense that he knows something more than this guy and then you're like wow like man being in the future is crazy you know like <laughs> you know it's be awesome if you if you watch it if you watch it again and you just see a third robert pattinson just like watching people with binoculars in the background of every scene masturbating yeah uh, 
<laughs> like, no, this is the crazy thing. So he is from, oh my God, this is crazy. So this, this even adds more to it. So does the protagonist, after the end of the film, he kills the, the Indian woman and does his deal. And he's like, I'm the fucking protagonist, right? Like does his thing. Uh, he has to go back through the, the portal fucking time machine thing. And then live in reverse for an extended period of time to be able to go back in time and meet Robert Pattinson. He has to. Why does he go back in time to meet Robert Pattinson? Because he has to. So that no, is isn't the, the, no, isn't the implication that Robert Pattinson is from the future and went back in time? It's not time travel. They have to live in the reverse world for X amount of time. So they age in real time from the, from the, from where the time they no, came I, from. Yeah, so, I understand. Yeah, I guess so. That. so so Washington has to go back in time, reveal Tenet to the Robert Pattinson, like he had somehow, some way, to be able to, because it's still forward. I guess so. Yeah. Like he would have to go, which is a few years for him, for for the Washington for the protagonist. Oh, yeah. If they knew each other for years. years. Yeah. No, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like he. Yeah, had but then to wouldn't there be a another protagonist then somewhere no. in the timeline? No, because the whole point is there's never there is two of you. Yes. But only because one chooses to go back, right? So like there's multiple like levels to this, but I'm saying like if he says, I met you if, if Robert Pattinson's character says, I met you years ago, you're going to meet me years from now, which means the protagonist has to go back through the turnstile. Whoa. And then go backwards in time. Oh, it's the I, only way. I don't know because if you you meet me years from now, which would be years in the future, because that's his past at that point. He's just speaking like a person. He's just no. I know, but that's why I'm saying he's being literal because you have to go in reverse time to be I know, able. To I know give... we've already established that. What I'm saying is though, like, why can't it be Robert Pattinson, the one that just went in reverse time? Why does he have to go in reverse? Reveal tenant. And because then the, the thing is, it, it has to be generational. They bring up the, the word generation comes back a lot. So wherever in the future, hundreds of years from now, they have to send people back. In re they don't actually have time travel. They can only go experience time backwards. Well, that's why, they, backwards. That's why it's, it's, it's objects. Because objects can just stay there statically and right to the past. Yeah. Okay, but something had to get back that far from the original set point. Of yeah, the that's future. how they—that's how they build the machines. They send them the fucking parts to build the machines. <laughs> right. Right. They send them the tech to do it or whatever. Yeah, but, like, but they don't actually time travel. They just go in reverse of time. I so know for, that. For I'm, not saying, I'm not saying so it's for, time travel. I mean, it's, but they still age in normal time. I think right? so. I don't Wouldn't know. That, that's I don't know. But that's no. That's the whole point of them having to find ways to adapt in the reverse time world. They have to find ways to adapt because their body can't manifest well, it in can't that world it for long periods of time, right? So, or, like any time, they can't breathe. They can't like do anything, which is also kind of just crazy. But like, I don't know. So somebody was living in a fucking shipping container for a while, quite some time. Well, like, well, let's say he go, but because he has to go back and meet Pattinson. Or Pattinson have to has to live that that reverse experience for X amount of time, because if he's okay, okay. Well, that's, what I think, that. that's what I think happens is that Pattinson is the one that has to go back for five years or whatever. Like Jesus, that sucks, dude. It does suck. 
I mean, I like your idea is much more like interesting, but I don't think that's what the movie was. Well, I, I think, yeah, you might be right that he actually like, so why the protagonist continues on the regular, uh, timeline narrative meets Pattinson, like, you know, indoctrinates him through open brain and ideology. Look it up. Or the ostrich or the ostrich parasitic syndrome could be that too. And then unicornia, look it up. And then he gets, then he has him live in reverse for X amount of years. Like, but how, like, fuck. Well, like you said, the, the fate of the world is at stake. Okay, but what what is more logical in your mind? Because for me, if Washington had to only go, because like, you look at Robert Pattinson, he's probably mid-30s. So how long did he work with? And how did Washington gain his trust or like, however, to me, it would make more sense for Washington to go back, like meet him at a certain point. What do you mean saying that is, well, it wouldn't be a shorter distance of time and it would be the same. Be, no, but it, it and then would, you have what, then you have a Washington farther back in the timeline. But Washington, it, no, it, but yes. What to build tenant? Yes. Cause he has to go back. He is the, the crux of it. So, however, although so, they don't, they don't say he built tenant. What they say is he is the leader of this operation. Well, yeah, he's the leader of of the pincer move. It's yeah, like a huge pincer move. Like that's what the whole thing is. Yeah. yeah. So the ultimate move would be him actually not waiting uh, to go forward in the in the future because you want to catch this guy when he's younger, when he's a little more, you know, whatever. So you go and he's he's like obviously he said he was a physicist or he had like a, a doctor in physics or something the Robert Patterson character so he probably met him around the his college age told him what's really going on then they went back through to go forward in time you know like he got him to go back through forward in time and I don't know I don't know I mean it, it's complicated but I'm just saying well, I think it would wait, make wait, more well, sense well I guess you'd have to figure out when those machines actually were built because that you can only go that far back right you could you or yeah. you just be stuck in reverse well what did they tell you though so what like they, they built these things have been here for a long time like these things have been here for a they're like artifacts but from the future all yeah, these things are artifacts from the future so those things as you regress through time all the damage that could have been done to these things if there was one functioning one in the future they would all could live in reverse and they just pass down the information generation to generation in reverse yeah. to select people. Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it would make more sense for, for Washington, the protagonist to go backwards. Well, see, that's the thing. Like I want to live forward and let him live in ignorance of certain things. That's what I would like to, to know more about is the circumstance of which of like how tenant is made and these future people's plan is developed like at this because it has to all happen in the future well but because no, they also have the future there must be like a factions of people you must have these like anarchists or these nihilists that just like don't want to live anymore and they want to go back in time and destroy everything it's and, the deep station. we're living it right now but you okay. also then you also clearly have a faction of people that are like, no, we don't want this to happen, right? Or is it people in our present that were like, no, we don't want this to happen, so we're gonna make no, tenants because, because the whole point is, oh man, man. So are both factions? No, because they're hiding the, the technology from the future. Well, That's what they want to do. No, are both factions from the future both like pro and anti world destruction? Or 
did we have a present time reaction to finding out about what this plan was? I think it was from the present time, but this is what I'm saying to you. So like through somehow, some way through the generational backtracking, like someone from somewhere got back, kept going back and back and back. And then they ended up being able to pass it down to generation to generation. Like this is how you, now you're going to spend 10, 15, 20 years living in the reverse or they did some sort no, of, like, yeah, I know. And, yeah. So, but there was a whole military built around this. This is a whole operation. So it had to have been a bigger picture. So what I think well, is, well, that, well, but there's the seed of the notion, the idea, like who decides who finds out about their plan. And then that's not clear who, who decide. Well, isn't it, uh, Andre Sator, the fucking Kenneth Branagh, isn't he? He's the one that finds it because he's willing. You know, when he's a kid, and he was poor. Yeah. He was willing to go into these irradiated areas and look for parts or look for old uh, nuke stuff. Or, no, what he what, what does he find? But then he finds the the document and he finds a piece of the algorithm. But no, but what, what does he find also? His heart. Well. So he finds gold. Yeah, no, no, but they paid him. They paid him. Yeah, they paid him, and then he kills his partner or whatever. Yes. And yeah, so like they paid he turns him. Turns on a dime, like, dog. He's like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, honestly, kind of baller, kind of baller. No, but maybe we don't know what it said on that paper. Like, but then again, like, who the fuck would believe it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've been I guess Fargo shit just happens, bro. It's all about synchronicity, baby. Dude, Fargo is such a good show. Can I just say that right now? Fargo, at least first season, is excellent. Oh, it's it's excellent. so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. I got actually, I got to catch up with. I, I kind of want to rewatch season one of The Boys because it's like so short. Because season yeah. two starts Friday. But, um, yeah, I can't trust anything. Everything's communist now. Can't. Everything's woke. Um, but not Christopher Nolan movies, everybody. Although, that was a pretty woke move having the. The middleman between the arms dealers be, be a woman. You know, it's pretty woke. It's pretty effing woke. Um, yeah, that's what I would like to just have a... Like, that is the stuff that was the most intriguing. And that's the kind of stuff that Nolan is like, no, nah, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, but that's, the, but that's what allows us to have these conversations to oh, for sure. dissect. And you know what? And I think that's really the point of his... It, it, I'm sure one of his goals is to... Leave them wanting for more of the story, yeah. And knowing that he'll never give it to you, but that it's kind of like a really, it's kind of like a really old, like Shakespeare, you know, something that you can dissect for generations because the interpretations can be so different, and like the 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 themes can really carry weight for a long time. And I think Nolan has that ability, whether or not the dialogue's a little clunky or, you know, well, this uh, is the one. This one like it didn't have a strong like. Usually he has some sort of emotional core, which whether or not you think he executes on it well, like you understand it. Like, right. you know, in Inception, uh, what's his name? Cobb. Cobb's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Cobb, like, comes to terms with, like, just wanting to be happy again and, like, letting go of the guilt of ki- of his what happened to his wife and kind of rediscovering himself. Like, that's kind of the emotional thing. Interstellar is about, like, uh, the importance of adventurers, the importance of uh, the achievements of man and the sacrifices they make and how it is actually at the end of the day, it can be worth it. Even if you kind of miss on your out on your family uh, growing up, like yeah, capable like, men uh, have to go out and do the great work. Basically. Just like uh, at Astra, you know, you gotta, 
find your father. Actually, Ad Astra's like making the re- is talking like the reverse yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, but uh, you know, but that stuff's always there. And this uh, one, I was like, what was it? It's kind of like, oh, it's about emancipation, about independence, about like, cause it's her. It's it's uh, Elizabeth Debicki's character. She's the one. That has, she has. She's the one that has the emotional like, arc, emotionally resonant arc at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she definitely. Well, and yeah, there's a little bit from the protagonist, I think, as far as like understanding his role in the in the the bigger scheme of things. Well, like, now he's, he's He's now not he's necessarily just, he's just all powerful, man. He can do no, whatever now, the fuck he wants. Now he's just gonna be a creep. He's like, yo, leave messages on this phone and I'll find you, girl. I'll find yeah. you. I'll be which watching is, which, from the parking lot. Great cell service in the interdimensional time shift or whatever. Um it's 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 wild. It is really I, I had a great time watching it, and I think it's one of those films that yeah, dude, go spend a little bit of money. You know, help out, help out Christopher Nolan. You know, poor, poor Chris. Well, listen, if this does not do okay, uh, you're gonna see a lot of stuff get pushed back until next year. Well, and this is the thing, dude. I don't even want to get into it. Like, it's you know, like with all the shit that's going on with COVID, like it, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm in a movie theater, which was nice by myself. But you kind of do. I did also miss like I was like, wow, like it's a five o'clock showing. That's okay. It's not impossible. Five o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. The movie just came out and you were kind of I was I was a little let down that there wasn't more bold people. Like you know what I mean? I was like, I was a little fucking annoyed because when I saw the IMAX, I was like, no, stay out of this screening. (laughs) This is my private screening. Um, you know, to me, to me, I agree with Dan. I think you should uh, give it if you feel comfortable going out. Whatever, like I would. Don't totally... be a pussy. Don't be a fucking pussy. Vote in person. But anyways, you know, oh yeah, you can vote in person. If you can protest, you can vote in person. You can go yeah. to the grocery store. You can vote in person. Uh, sitting in a movie theater, I would say, is slightly different because you're like sitting literally in a room, an air conditioned yeah. room with fans. Yeah. Like it is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I've already whatever. had COVID. I've already had a baby. I'm the enlightened man. I haven't, and I've been, streets. I've been, I've been touching my face since I got home. Whatever, you know. I've, I've been walking these streets like a Christ-like like, figure, like a prophet. I, I walked into the movie theater, and you know, I, I brought my mask. I'm courteous, you know. Whatever, I'm a fucking sheep, and I fucking walk up to the counter and I'm talking to them, and they're like, "Yeah, dude, like we've been open for two a week or two, and like nothing." Like people are that afraid, like I or, or or that manipulated, and I think it's really even even a greater sense for this film. If you want to connect it to the film, it's the manipulation of the mind and the manipulation of, of of sense of self, and uh and, and like, dude, I'm telling you, like this open brain and sir ideology, dude. I no, I, I well, I don't I don't totally disagree, but what I would say is, uh, people are missing out, man. Like you can go see some great classics for like five bucks. Right dude, now. I'm a, I'm about to start going, dude. Cause like, listen, I got some good news, guys. The Bennies are coming. If you know what it means, you know what it means. Got some good news. All today. about the Benjamins. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say the final thought I had, uh, leaving this conversation of Tenet is that uh, Christopher Nolan really wants to make a James Bond movie, and uh, I would love Christopher Nolan to make a James Bond movie. Dude, but... it would be. I think if he actually didn't have to play with the time manipulation even though he does which he always will he could yeah but he could just do something cool like this that it's just a narrative trick it's no, not like a plot Dun- Dun- dunkirk is a good yes. example yeah of, of like him able to use the well, times the time manipulation. like but i'm just saying his action sequences are 
there bar none, no one can hand like his action sequences, the way he interprets violence with like with the score, with the camera angles, yeah. and with like the very it's us it's not like you know, when you watch uh uh like uh the old Chinese like films where they're kind of like those intense like zoom ins and it's just very shaky or like this whoa, 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 whoa. like you see all like it's so quick but what he he's able to do with his framing is is i've never seen it like you know like if he filmed uh saving private ryan i i believe it would have been a better cinema cinematography or cinema cinematic experience like oh. saving no, no, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I like, I like, what I'm saying is the chaos, the chaos needs to be counteracted with the balance. And like, so like yeah, his but... balancing act that he does between just the fucking visceral, inst- dude, I'm telling you, dude, it literally made me fucking choke up. Like, I felt like I was back in the military, like going through a fucking situation. Like, you're just like, holy shit. Like, it felt real. Dale's like, I am the protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, that opening of the scene, dude, gave me fucking chills. I had, yeah, like, flashbacks with me and my boys, like, fucking coming oh, in, like, dot, 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 you're like, oh, I was, shit. I was so fucking bummed that when they went in reverse before the final scene in the quarry pit, where the fuck they are, um, that, that we were going to go back to the opera house. I was like, Oh cool. Is there something in the opera house that we didn't see? And they're going to go like, I just wanted to see it again and see it from a different perspective. But dude, dude, alas. it's, 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 it's something that I, I almost don't want to know more about at this juncture. Like even like the, the filmmaking right now, like I want to, but I don't, I love the mystery. I love the intention behind the film. And I really think it comes down to this It's like, you know, we're talking about destiny, predetermination, and uh, the manipulation of time, and I, I think it's it, it, for me. If I had to sum up the movie in in like one sentence or one phrase, I I would say your destiny is manufactured by the time by time and what you do with it. Like, you know, it, it it's it's literally that's what the movie is representative to me. It's the is your destiny is manufactured by time and what you do with it, and it's that's just how I felt when I left the movie. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, I've enjoyed talking about it a lot. It's cause there is a lot of stuff to talk to. I mean, we've barely probably really brushed the surface, you know, Dude, this is our was, first, these are our first impressions of the movie. It's kind of just I like literally just watched it. Yeah. Like I, I mean, just got well, back it's, it almost feels like when you want, when you're done with the movie, I think whether you would, whether you liked it or not, like it's, it's overwhelming. It's a Dude. big fucking movie with big shit going on constantly. It, like and so it's much, so much thought. information to take in. Oh wait, wait! Before we go, like, before we go, before we go, we yeah. just have to bring up how he crashed a plane into a building, and it was fucking was, awesome. But it wasn't as spectacular as I thought it was going to be because when you see all the trailers and you see like these little behind the scenes like <laughs> promos, are like, yeah, we put a fucking plane into that. That was real. But dude, this is this is what I'm saying. The Pentagon. There is no fucking way a plane crashed into the Pentagon on 9/11. Oh I'm, my god, dude! I'm just course, saying, dude. guess maybe, dude. He's telling us. Chris oh, and by the way, by the way, if everyone needs to go on fucking Twitter, Twitter, Parler, Facebook, and fucking doing? at Joe Rogan for oh. goddamn these forty-three episodes. I was gonna Both talk to you about this off mic. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. At least go complain if you have a Twitter. 
Go on Facebook. Say something. Well, he needs to make a statement. Apparently, allegedly, he reached out to Alex Jones because I'm sure he was ranting about it. And he just said, oh, I'm preserving my favorite episodes on YouTube. I was like, that is the dumbest fucking thing. That's that's some weird. Hold on. No, listen to me. If that's true, (laughs) according to tenets, you know, the tenets (laughs) we have to live by. No, but uh, if that is true. It actually kind of makes sense to draw because people there's a lot of people on YouTube. Yeah, there's a lot of people on YouTube, so he's going to delete everything off of YouTube. If he keeps those 43 episodes on YouTube, would it that would make sense? I disagree because he should just be on both. Uh, listen, if you why would you fucking have your library of work incomplete? Not only incomplete, but one of them is your one like your biggest episode, like. Ever. Dude, Dude, Alex and, Jones Returns is only dwarfed by the Elon Musk one. And I don't even think it's even by that much. I think it's by like six million. Yeah. <laughs> and what no, six million it, views between friends? I mean, right. Really. No, but I mean, that is one of the I I had listen, guys, I'm a Twitter. I'm, I'm pretty Twitter famous. I get a lot of retweets. Uh, I'm pretty much one of the top. I'm rising stars, both on Tim Cast, uh, Facebook fan and Adam Cast. I'm a rising star. It doesn't mean much. Um, I'm also writing a song about abortion. It's fun. It's called Kill Your Baby. Um, check it out. When it, when Kill it Your Baby, Save Your Life. I'm going to yeah. have some fun tonight. I'll, I'll give I'll give you uh, a line from it. It goes, you're six months overdue. <laughs> all that, all those bills are piling up inside of you. Just just take that with you as we oh, leave. That's a good one. I, okay, that's all right. That's acceptable. Dan usually comes out with some. Oh, my God. You know, like, whatever. <laughs> Dude, like you know, like you wear my old sweatshirt to school, trying to play me for a gold for for something to do with fool's gold. Okay, can... we could we could talk about this now. Oh, like, all right, all right. But anyways, everybody, I I recommend even I it's I have what's to watch it again. What's your rating? What's your rating as of now? Mm, like a seven, maybe Back a light, it's like a light seven too. I mean, listen, I really liked it. Like, listen, no one. You're gonna John enjoy yourself. Robert Jewell, whatever that stupid fucking movie was, a seven, Sean. You Richard gave it a seven or an eight. Like, get well, out of here. Listen, they do different things, man. There's different expectations for a fucking Christopher uh, Nolan time uh, time uh, travel fucking espionage film and so the story foolish. of Richard Jewell. You know Poor you, dude. <laughs> right now, how dare you talk about Nolan like that? Why you do this? Dude, Wu Tang Clan forever, guys. Wu Tang no, Clan. I was like, right, my initial viewing, probably like a seven, maybe a 7.5. I'd go watch it again. Okay. okay. If, I, well, if I had the chance to, I'd go see it in the theater again. Yeah, I probably okay. won't, but. Okay, Sean. Um, okay. Okay, everybody. Let me, let me, Sean's lost, lost this. He's lost. It's, I tell you what. Where do you think it ranks in the Nolan filmography? Like, I, where I, is it? I, I think it's better than Interstellar. In my opinion, it's better than Interstellar for me. I I disagree. I just I just rewatched it and Interstellar yeah, so finally and, clicked with. And you have daddy issues, so don't talk to me, okay? Oh, uh, having a, having a son, yeah, definitely changes your perspective on Interstellar. Sure. Listen, dude, I'm still out here fucking college chicks. That's what I do. So, uh, no, but I, I I'll say you know, it's worth it. It's worth the money. It's worth the experience. I don't 100%. care. One hundred percent. Go. A, that would be my my. That's what I would say at the end. Even though, like I would say, it's like a seven. The experience of seeing it in a theater is worth it, and because it is big, it is loud, 
It is. Uh, it's it's fun. It's a cool science, goofy science fiction movie uh, that takes itself just seriously enough, and then it also is smart enough to know when to make a joke every once in a while. And also, I love that Michael Caine showed up. Uh, he got his his Nolan cameo basically, and he's like, the oh, "Okay, okay, Chris, I'll do it." Oh, um, Michael Caine. Fun. Oh, I was thinking the Indian guy. He was in Inception too. I will, he's like, I'll I'll do it, but. I'm gonna eat some lunch. I'm having lunch. Yeah, he just dude, talk about acting. Never took the food out of his mouth. I was a little bothered by it, honestly. Like you know you've been you literally sitting here with food in your mouth. Like that's commitment. <laughs> yeah, but you know why they do that? Continuity? I don't fucking know. No, because they don't want to actually eat it. Because they're doing it for hours. No, oh, I know that. They have a bucket they spit into. I yeah, know. they do. I'm, I'm a learned I'm like a learned beasts. doctor. Like bees. Is, like animals. I live alone, but this is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> you know what they do with all that chum that the all that that, that chewed up food? They give it to poor kids. Shut your fucking mouth! All the it's, kids they molest in the back. That's where they. That's how they eat. And that's how they survive. Yeah, good for them, right? Good people. They, they give it to all the sex traffic kids that they have back in their pizza parlors. Better than cum. Well, yeah, a little more sustenance than cum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, comes it's nice, like a good protein shop, but you know, those kids need a chewed up hot dog every once in a while. You know what I mean? All right, everybody, you have the best one ever, and uh, thanks for listening to our uh, our ramblings. Adios.